Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long road Getting from there to here It's been a long time But my time is finally here I can feel the change in the wind right now Nothing's in my way This is Dr. Jess Armine coming to you from the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine here in southeastern Pennsylvania. How is everybody doing tonight? It is a good night. Uh, we have a special guest tonight. I think I neglected to tell everyone that I pre-recorded this interview. So um, you'll be able to listen to the interview tonight. I'll be on the chat room, and I'll be able to answer questions for our guest um, but he's not physically here. This is, uh, like I said, a pre-recorded um, uh, interview uh, because of uh, time constraints. Also, uh, next week we're going to uh, have uh, Linda Elsegood again, who uh, runs the LDN Research Trust in England. I'm interviewing her this upcoming Friday, and again, that will be a pre-recorded interview because of the time difference. Uh, LDN is low-dose naltrexone, so make sure you uh, tune in next week to find out all the updates. I am going to, um, well, this whole uh, interview is <laughs> all done, so I'm not going to introduce my guest. It's it's on the it's on the tape, so listen in. Uh, really, uh, this is the gentleman who created the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Certification Course. Uh, not only is he an impressive individual uh, clinically, uh, this course is for people who are not uh, physicians. Okay, there are a lot of courses out there. You have to be a, a doctor to start understanding everything. But uh, this is this course was made for lay people, um, nurses, and other types of um, non-physicians who uh, want to get into uh, doing functional medicine and have a good base. So I wanted you to meet the person who created it. So um, let's uh, listen in. Let me see if I could do this correctly. If I screw it up, I'll just do it again as usual. Okay. It's kind of typical for me to mess electronic things up. So if you just be patient for a moment. Okay, I should have this done. Okay, so here we go. All right. Good evening, everybody. This is Dr. Jess Armine coming to you from the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine here in southeastern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing tonight? Listen, this is a pre-recorded interview, okay, so uh, unfortunately, uh, you won't be able to um, call in with questions this time, uh, but at the end, I'm sure that our guest will uh, give you a methodology that you can uh, get further information, and certainly you can uh, contact Kristen or myself uh, for further information about our guest and what he has created. <clears throat> I have the distinct honor, and it is an honor, uh, to interview Reed Davis tonight. Reed Davis is a certified functional, uh, certified nutritional therapist and founder of the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Certification Course. If you look at uh, Kristen's name and Jennifer, they have FDN next to their names. Okay, and anybody who's asked me, gee, how can I get a good broad-based uh, understanding in functional medicine? I'm forever sending them to this course. <clears throat> so I was real surprised and, and very happy, quite frankly, that uh, Reed uh, agreed to, uh, to do this interview. Reed is known as one of the most successful and experienced clinicians in the world today, having provided functional lab assessment to over 10,000 clients for hormonal levels, bone density testing, adrenal function, digestive problems, immune system and detoxification issues, and many related health problems. His whole health system of natural protocols are now known the world over, 
and have helped thousands of people to regain normal function and health. Uh, and we were talking a few minutes before, and um, you have to know that the, this guy is not just, and I don't mean just an entrepreneur. He obviously knows his stuff and knows how to you know, run a course and promulgate it, but he is the real deal. He is a clinician, and you know how I feel about clinicians. Okay, somebody who really knows, who's been in the trenches, who knows how to treat people. That's the kind of people I bring on my show. Okay, and he served as a health director and case manager for the Better Health and Wellness Center in Poway, California. I probably destroyed that name. Okay, for over 15 years and now teaches a course in functional lab work and holistic lifestyle coaching with over 2,500 trainees in 50 countries. Wow. He's also a clinical advisor at BioHealth Laboratory where he helps clinicians interpret lab test results and develop natural protocols to restore function instead of just treating the symptoms. Where have we heard that before, people? Okay. Reed lives in Southern California teaching the FDN certification course and helping FDN course graduates build robust practices. Reed, i got to tell you, this is an honor to be able to speak with you. We've, we've talked here and there, but it's a real honor honored to have you on my show welcome thank you thank you and uh it's really my honor to be on your show you know i'm just a humble servant and uh it's a just a pleasure i hope hope we can help some people i look forward to working with you dr armin yeah and it's jess please okay, jess. okay we're, we're both uh we're both clinicians so everybody else calls me dr jess you can call me jess <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everybody, listen. I want you to get a pen and paper. Even though you know that this is going to be recorded, you might want to write down some things because I know Reed is going to share. Reed is going to share some very important information with us. Um, I like to start out usually by asking a little bit about your history, how you got into this, what your passions are. Yeah. I, my listeners really like to know where you're coming from. Well, thanks for the opportunity, and I'll tell you as quick as I can. Uh, you know, most teachers like me, they tend to be a bit, bit long-winded. But you know, I came to the health and wellness field from the environmental field. So I, I uh, took uh, postgrad was environmental law, and I worked in that field. And I had a really good job, and I was helping a lot of the environment. You know, animals and plants and rivers and streams, and we we're cleaning up the environment. And I started realizing how how bad it was for people. And so I just switched kind of midstream careers. I want to help people. And back before the word corporate wellness was even, uh, you know, known, I I was doing corporate wellness. I started working with companies. I left the job, immediately started this corporate wellness program. I want to help employees be healthier so that they can uh, be more productive. And that would help these companies with their bottom line. You know, so I kind of had this corporate background. But then I realized real quickly that I didn't know enough about health to do that. So, And at the same time, Doc or Jess, you'll really appreciate this. My son was going to this Better Health and Wellness Center in Poway, California. And you said Poway perfectly. So it's just basically San Diego area, beautiful area. So my son was seeing a chiropractor. He was a high school athlete. And I started talking with Dr. Vidal there, a beautiful woman with a lot of background and really good chiropractor. And I've known a few. And my mother saw them even when I was a kid, you know. So, um, you know, we were talking and I was telling her what I was doing. And, and she was just telling me what's going on there at the wellness center. And there was, there was chiropractic and acupuncture and nutrition and uh, all kinds of massage and, and lots of things going on. This is back in late 90s, so you know what I'm talking about. Southern California, real good, uh, neat place. And I said, well, I'd rather work here. I want to work here. You know, what What can I do? So I actually started kind of as a as a running the place, you know, like a general manager. But she got me into taking classes in nutrition. And we went together. And so, you know, we're talking almost ancient history now. But the more I learned about uh, nutrition and, and help, I just realized that instead of doing corporate, I wanted to do the one-on-one -on -one clinical work. So I, uh, after graduating from this nutrition nutritional therapy program, uh, became a case manager in your office. And because they did have some business back, I started interviewing every person walking in the door. I also started very aggressive, um, you know, screening and lecturing business, going out and talking to people about this, you know, up in the business park, going, doing the lunch and learns and going to grocery stores and going to libraries and putting on talks um, and all these things. So. So I was really good at getting a lot of new people in the door 
as well as uh, you know with my nutrition, being able to kind of kind of a triage in a sense, you know, case manager. So if they needed chiropractic or acupuncture and massage and, and the nutrition. And I was I became the, the nutritional therapist. So that's my background. That's how I got into it. And I could I could tell you just one more thing that the way nutrition was being practiced back then didn't really work. I mean I loved doing it. I was very very uh, you know passionate about into in helping people. And uh, yet you know I sort of had to, this is you know here it is 17 18 years later and I, I'm uh, now I'm doing something different. We've taken that to another level. I'll just put it that way. But that's the short background. Well, you know, it, it's obvious you're passionate about what you're doing and you have a great background. Uh, and you did, in fact, take this to the next level because uh, there, when you started uh, the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition System, there wasn't really any kind of formalized um, basic program that uh, mm-hmm. pe- people could access. Uh, it, it was kind of haphazard. There were degrees in nutrition. There were, you know, but they weren't really teaching. And the, the salient word or, or the uh, the operative word is functional. Mm-hmm. So you created this system, but I'd like you to tell people what exactly is the functional diagnostic nutrition system? Yeah, you, you know, something that was developed over a long period of time of, uh, I don't want to say trial and error, but I started noticing. Trial and error is not. Don't 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 be embarrassed. We all trial and error. I mean, let's well, face well, it. You it, know, it, as long as we head in a good direction, you know. Yeah, it, it was. Um, you, you know, you make some mistakes, you get some 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 breakthroughs, or you get lucky, whatever it is. But you what you have to do is pay it. <laughs> you have to pay attention. So mm-hmm. for the for you know I, that's how I started out, and then I spent eight years continuing that process of. Uh, getting people in the door, finding out exactly what their main complaint was and how often it bothered them, how long it was going on, and all the different things they tried so far. And what I noticed was that most people had already been to five practitioners. And that just kind of floored me that uh, five or some eight, and they'd spent, you know, a thousand or two at each place, you know, so they'd all this money, they'd spent all this time, and they really hadn't gotten any results. And so I also noticed that the the nutritional therapy that I was applying was of minimal assistance. It, you know, if if dietary changes in supplements was what was causing their problem, they seemed to get pretty much better. But there were so many people that, you know, no matter how much diet and exercise they did, they didn't get better. Now, obviously, there was palliation, you know, you know phases and things like that. But so I started, and I just got lucky, if you will, or the the stars lined up the right way, and I met. Some people who were running lab work. So this is early saliva and urine testing and just sort of the early functional stuff. Dr. Bill Timmons, Dr. Bill Bailey, and some other people. So so uh, that's what I started doing. That became my, my MO was to, well, let me just try to get some insights as to what's really wrong rather than just treating the symptoms. And do you know where I got that mentality from? It was from going to all the chiropractic lectures. Because, you know, every time Dr. Bedell needed some, uh, you know, the continuing education credits, and then we just liked going to them on spending weekends and weekends and weekends um, learning from and uh, chiropractors, Dr. David Singer and a bunch of others. And so I started thinking that the the chiropractic way, which is to not just treat symptoms, to really find underlying musculoskeletal and nervous system damage and, and all that whole way of thinking, I wasn't doing that in nutrition. In nutrition, I was still sort of applying a take this for that approach. And uh, I just tossed that approach out the window and said, you know, I'm going to align with getting to the underlying cause and condition and trying to do correction instead of just palliation, you know. Uh, selling someone supplements and hope you feel better. Anyway, I know I'm, I'm going round about here, but that was that's, no, no, you're not. So, you're, you're so you're so I spent the next going right down the right. Yeah, I spent the next eight years just working on thousands of people, and because again, I was a very aggressive outside uh, lecturer and and you could say marketer if you want, but I was just doing screenings and lectures and screenings and lectures and 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 talking about the things I was learning and. Uh, and people were coming in, and they were they were game because again they'd already seen five or eight people. And I said, let's try something different. Let's run some labs and see if we can identify some healing opportunities. 
and and we'd find well yeah you know when you when you check the hormones and you start balancing those and well they they feel better but you know then you notice that their their ment- mental state clears up and and things and then you know when we ran this urine testing for uh, detoxification and liver function and digestion and we start cleaning those things up and they got even better. so I just started layering these uh, labs and I ran labs I probably shouldn't have uh, just to sort of see what I'd find. And, but after eight years of that, thousands of people, I broke it down to about five labs that I think everyone should run to just identify uh, a whole lot of healing opportunities. You know, you, you, not everyone's good. You're not going to score on every single test, but you're going to identify uh, hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, you know, uh, energy production, and, the, and these kind of factors. And when you, when you get some hard data, and you and you give the person things to do to clean that up. Uh, very often, it completely resolves their problems. So it's an amazing thing, and that's what. So I had to give it a name to, to answer your question. I, and and dysfunctional, uh, it was all very functional. It was about function. I knew that was the trick, you know. And then nutrition, of course, because I was you know can't write a prescription, don't want to. Don't do surgery. Don't you know? Just it's kind of a nutritional approach. It's really a lifestyle approach, and diagnostic. Not not in the sense of a medical diag- diagnosis, but more like a how a a guy who fixes your car he diagnoses them and then he fixes it like literally fixes it. So functional diagnostic nutrition just seem kind of cute. <laughs> well, you know what I'm hearing. Uh, you know that the way that I practice is, uh, and the way that we would call it now, you know, uh, bioterrain work or foundational work, we're always looking for root cause and downstream effects, and yeah. you know, and you you're one of the pioneers of looking for root cause, looking to fix the body instead of fixing the symptoms, yeah. because symptoms. You know, I mean, what can cause nausea? (laughs) Okay, it could be about a million different things. But if you start looking at the body from a functional point of view rather than a symptom point of view, uh, you're you're going to start giving the body back its ability to heal. And this is what I'm hearing that you you're the creator of the system that that started that. And you know, when you're using uh, various testing and so forth, there's going to be a bit of trial and error and swinging the pendulum's got to swing in different directions before you find the middle ground mm-hmm. the the other thing that i find um that i'm impressed with your program is that you don't have to be a doctor to to learn to engage in this program do you that's correct you know i think anybody uh should be able to learn how the body works and what you can do about it and, and the main reason for that approaches that again we're not uh getting out a prescription pad and saying take this for that there's no medicine there's no diagnosis or treatment of anything specific because we work on all the systems simultaneously and that's because you know we use my five you know the five main lifestyle factors that i found were going to help just about any any condition any problem so again we, there's um, uh, no diagnosis or treatment of anything specific, but certainly uh, you treat everything in a non-specific way. And, and chiropractic is, again, was a big foundational part of that. Like there's this innate healing ability in the body, and you want to coach mm-hmm. that up in every way you mm-hmm. can. You know, and certainly the hands-on and, and structural thing. And I was watching these these kind of almost miracles occur in the office of the doctor hands on. And then, uh, you know, when you add the energetic with a little acupuncture and, and massage some soft tissue thing, you know, and then, so I just wanted to take that to deeper and well, what about the liver and the digestion and detoxification, you know, all the things going on, hormone imbalances stuff. So it required a lot of study and a lot of testing and a lot of observing. And so my course is, Largely just my own observations about what. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I've looked at your courses and, and you know you've got a lot of good didactic information. I'm going to digress just for sure. a moment for my listeners, um, and, and only because you use certain words and I realize why you use them, but I don't think they know why you're using them. Uh, you say that you say that we don't diagnose that you guys don't diagnose anything. Uh, people, uh, what Reed is saying is that uh, the 
that he does not treat infectious diseases. He's not going to diagnose Lyme and treat Lyme. He's not going to diagnose a condition that would be considered a medical diagnosis that would be the province of a medical physician. Uh, but what he's, what he's saying is that uh, the assessments that occur, okay, without using the word diagnosis, which has its um, difficulties in, in, a, yeah. <laughs> in a legal sense, yeah. uh, you know, the word diagnosis is, is, you know, the discovery of the etiology or the root cause of a problem, which is what we're doing, but yeah. God forbid we should use the word diagnosis. And I understand that because this, we, we live in a litigious society, so we have to be careful of our wording. Nevertheless, yeah, right. The healing that occurs is occurring from the base on out by giving the body back its ability to heal. You know, in basic, I've been a chiropractor for 30 years, and we learned real basic stuff was, you know, if you just take away the reasons why the body won't heal, the body will heal, okay? And you've taken that to a, a, a broad base, a good science, and gave people a methodology to look at those factors and address those factors so that healing can take place. You mentioned a five-part or five-paradigm. You mentioned five things that you sure. address. If you would like to go into that, I would, I'm oh, not sure, sure people would be interested. Well, you know, yeah, thank you uh, again for the opportunity. <laughs> Uh, again, just, I'm sorry, I yammer. Well, just, well, listen, <laughs> just, well, it's just like with I like giving things names. You know, I'm kind of a, a wordsmith. You know, I love writing and word crafting and and that kind of a thing. Along with you know, again, some of my legal training gave me really good research and writing abilities. You 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 know, and I don't want to ever work in that field again. But um, but it just teaches you how to craft words and say things in a, in a neat way sometimes. So and I like coming up with acronyms because they're very easy to remember. So uh, I I was uh, listening to tapes over and over and over again and really trying to refine what it is I'm doing. For, you know, like you can't again diagnose and treat something specific. Take this for that wasn't working anyway. You know, and so I realized it was going to be a total lifestyle. Uh, program and of course diet so anyway i'll just give you it's the d-r-e-s-s system and you could just label each finger you have five fingers in one hand you could label d-r-e-s-s and you can never you can never forget that and it, so it's diet and the r is rest you know good night's sleep and this kind of thing and you know what benefits i mean you can't live without good sleep and it, right? exercise you could have guessed the e exercise and the two s's are stress reduction and supplementation now and i don't have my own line of supplements and i don't care what people buy or where they buy them things but i know a few things about supplements of course and so the d-r-e-s-s program covers everything that a person can do themselves you know you can't adjust yourself you can't give yourself uh you know acupuncture treatments things like but a, a person has complete control over diet rest exercise most of the stress reduction and supplements so anything that isn't diet you know what you put in your mouth four or five times a day rest going to bed on time you get a good night's sleep and detoxifying your brain and your body exercise of course um and supplements anything that isn't those four falls under stress reduction and that would be mm -hmm. where we a lot of the labs come in really helpful we can identify food sensitivities they're very stressful you can go to a chiropractor and get your uh, spine checked out if it's out of alignment that's very stressful it, and it might be the result of some other stress, trauma, and these kinds of things. Um, parasites, bacteria, funguses, viruses. Even there are some, I'll, I'll just call them genetic defects, would be also a, 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 in a source, in a sense, a stressor. You know, it's, it's a contributor. This is a word for you. A contributor to metabolic chaos. <laughs> that's our, <laughs> you know, so so there's, that's what it is. There's there's so, It's true, it's true. Yeah. And so there's a balance, and you'll you'll dig this that you know we know people have that there's vitalism, there's there's innate intelligence in every cell, tissue, organ system in the organism, and it wants to be healthy. And so you can use DRESS, diet, rest, exercise, and, and supplements to coach up those functions. You can you can support organs and tissue. You can. Um, stimulate when you need to. You can uh, just basically substitute for what's missing in food. Food, food's kind of poor quality. All those things are coaching up vitality. And while on the other side, you're trying to remove 
uh, like subluxations or you're removing the parasites and bacteria and funguses. You're removing the foods that someone is sensitive to. So you coach up function well, you coach down those contributors to metabolic chaos. And it, it's just a simple thing, really. The, the, the concept, the paradigm is simple. The practice of it can be pretty complex at times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's let's call a spade a spade. You know, yeah. you uh, you you've taken it you've taken it down to the to the good basics to the uh, to the most important things that are ignored in our in our in this day and age we have too many specialists and not a, not enough generalists mm-hmm. so the specialists are very very cool at what they do mm-hmm. and they get into their major subspecialty but they forget about the base and they forget that the body's not going to work no matter how many antibiotics you throw at it if the immune system's not working and if you don't have if you can't absorb your foods, and if you don't sleep, and you're going, your, your immune system is going to, <laughs> yeah, just you know go away, and, and then that's why people don't get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is why what you do and what I do is very very successful because we're handling, and identifying and handling what um, is really the true root cause of illness, mm-hmm. which is a lack of is a lack of function of uh, the body's innate abilities. We'll call it innate intelligence. We can call it whatever we like, right. but it's you know it's, it's a name on what there's, is. There's programs running underneath, uh, and unfettered, uh, they tend to do pretty well until they come up against things in the environment that are um, deadly. You know, I mean, I don't help people who have Ebola virus. You know, you gotta if you got off a plane from somewhere and you're bleeding out of your eyes, you don't call your that, nutritionist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I yeah, it's true. And uh, the biggest problem with alternative medicine practitioners who I consult with a lot is the fact that they have to remember that you know, if somebody comes in with a beefy red throat and and they have, you know, a ma- massive beta hemolytic strep or or they have uh, you know, difficult you know, their arm is, you know, has no feeling, has no circulation. It, there's a good reason why God made doctors of medicine and surgeons. <laughs> yeah, they're not evil. They they have their place in healthcare. Oh, amen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we should we're 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 tasked with knowing the difference. Okay, making sure that people have had other things done uh, to rule out the worst case scenarios. And they they were forever coming in and saying, "Read, Jess, uh, I've got all these tests and they're all negative." And I look at them and say, "Good." Yeah. They're like, "Good." I'm like, "Yeah," because you've ruled out this, 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 right. this, 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 and whatever's left over. You know, if you rule out the impossible, whatever's left over, however improbable, must be the truth, and that's what we're going to treat. You know, and uh, and they just kind of look at me cross-eyed, but they get used to my my joking after a while. But hey, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like a fun office, yeah, a lot like <laughs> lot like where I grew up. You know. I love it. I love it. Um, you've had a, you've obviously been around the block, shall we say? Okay, who've been your major influences in the world of health, uh, fitness, and, and nutrition, if I may ask? Oh gosh, you know when when I get asked this, I always leave someone out, and I hope they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but listen, I'll, well, I'll tell you, I started reading like Royal Lee and Weston Price, and Melvin Page, and the old guys, you know, Francis Pottinger, and read all those things. And then the more contemporary guys like uh, like John Lee, MD, with the, the saliva testing hormones, uh, it, you know, the sort of out-of-the-box guy. Um, Jonathan Wright and his book, uh, Why Stomach Acid is Good for You, and, and all this kind of reading and research. And then, you know, met and worked with personally. Dr. Bill Timmons was pretty influential. Um, he started Biohealth Laboratories, and um, mm-hmm. but but others like that. And Dr. William Bailey, who is uh, to this day our, our medical director, he's just a just a wonderful person. Who is he's a DO. He also has a uh, what we call medical acupuncture doctorate. He's got a nutritional mm-hmm. doctorate. He's got um, just tons of experience. He actually did his residency with Jonathan Wright up in at the Tahoma Clinic, and and I've talked to Jonathan Wright about Dr. Bailey. Was he really that smart back then? Well, this is Dr. Bailey. Actually, you know, we always say it's not rocket science. Well, he was a rocket scientist before he became a DO. <laughs> so it's it's a weird thing. You, you got a guy who is fair, you know, just really fair uh, about every and honest about everything, and. And um, has supported me in a in a really neat way. Just from the day he walked in the office, he, I think he humored me at first, and then saw that I was actually an honest researcher and trying to do some good in the world. 
So he decided to to sort of bag me up. And uh, people like that, um, Bill Wolcott, of course, is the guy who uh, is really sort of the father of metabolic typing, the way I understand it. And then in chiropractic, Dr. David Singer taught me an awful lot about going out and lecturing and screening and having the courage to stand up for what you believe in. And um, to this day, I use some of his ways of explaining how the body works and things like that that are very, you know, I've adapted them to uh, my nutritional lifestyle approach, but um, lots of guys like that. Um, again, I know I'm leaving someone out, but, you know. Oh, they'll, call, they'll call you tonight. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's well, Again, let's uh, digressing just a bit. Um, only because this is interesting for me also. Uh, I know because I'm asked quite often. I have a lot of uh, patients and um, colleagues, uh, some who are nurses, um, uh, herbalists, and so forth, and they want to get this broad-based functional approach. Um, So I'm going to ask you to go back and explain the FDN course, kind of give an overview of it, how does someone get involved in it? What is it, you know, um, what is the certification? Yeah. Uh, give them an idea of what doing. You know you know where I'm going with this. I think so. You know, and I'll try to uh, follow along. You know, uh, so I've been doing this a long time, and everyone kept telling me you should be teaching others. Because I was out in the community doing as much work as I could, lecturing. And I would lecture to, you know, 20, 25 people. And every single time I did it, I'd get five or six new clients and they come in the right. office and then the chiropractor would see him and it's a, so this was a wonderful way of of uh, building a business and doing some good in the world and i knew that at some point it just became apparent that you know i need to deputize other people and and teach them how to do this for themselves because i can only ever see so many people and if we're going to help change health and the way medicine's viewed in the world and things you know i better start teaching and so in 2008 I held my first class. Uh, it was a two-day <laughs> web or two-day two-day <laughs> seminar where I stood up in front of uh, 20 people and went over 600 slides. <laughs> wow! So you know what? But you want to know what? Uh, 19 out of 20 said that's the best two days I ever spent. That you, like you really poured it out there. And t- I just put everything I knew onto slides and then went over it. And, you know, because I had the system. and, and th- No, that was 2008. So here we are, you know, and, of course, now it's this kind of huge six-month program. It's online. There's 10 modules. There's mentorship. There's, you know, it's been really well thought out. And basically, uh, I just, I've, I've um, everyone that's ever taken it, and there's well over 2,500 people now, I've got their feedback. What can I do to improve it? How can I make this mm-hmm. easier to understand and learn? And th- you know, because I'm a pretty um, plain-spoken guy, and I can take complex information and put it in plain English because I spent eight years as the lead patient educator. You know, I ha- had to look mm-hmm. Mrs. Smith in the eye and explain stuff to her. So, so I, I started there, and since then it's become quite a course. So you can sign up, register. You don't have to be anybody special i mean i i certainly love chiropractors and and you know acupuncturists who haven't been exposed to this kind of thing to take it but mostly i have health coaches nutritionists dietitians uh we have a lot of personal trainers and um you know i'll just say the the professional but not licensed type person they who wants to be in business or is and wants to improve the the depth of their work and the scope of their work you know the uh, and, and so, and, and, you know, you can make a very good living doing this. I, I've certainly created that model as well. So for, for the individual and, you know, some of my graduates are they're, they're out there doing mm-hmm. some heck of a good work and doing very well for themselves. So, so I know I've hired two of them. Yeah, that's, well, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, good. I know what well, I happen to know that you have two of the best and, you know, but they're all, they're all good. I mean, with people finish the program and it's not a weekend course anymore, you know, it's, it's a lot of weekends. It's six months of weekends. It, it, you could do it in, in six months worth or, or less worth of weekends. Maybe maybe four to if you spent you know six hours a week for six months or so, you you could get through it. You could also go through faster. It is self-paced. So if you wanted to crank it out and go through quicker, you can. But most people have lives and and things. So and you learn through the webinars, 
all the materials that we I teach you everything I know. And um, you've got mentorship. So you actually run some labs on yourself. You run some labs on a couple other people. You know, grab your uh, either a couple clients or get your mom to do it. You know, <laughs> but you you can you got to run some labs on yourself. You got to run some labs on a couple people, and you practice explaining it to a mentor. We do a role reversal kind of a thing, and it, it's really you call it an, an immersion type process. And there's a, there's quizzes, there's exams, there, there's a final exam. You know, I've um, um, sort of modeled it after. Uh, what I know about chiropractic and naturopathic, um, you know, the final exam's kind of a doozy, to tell you the truth. But I want to make sure that when I say you're certified to say FDN, that you actually know a thing or two. And that you are, have also have some confidence. So we have plenty of support and that kind of stuff. I think that's what people like about us. It's uh, it's what I noticed about interacting with FDNs. Um, generally, they're asking me about genetics or some advanced diagnostics, but uh, and that's that's okay because it is it is a, a broad based course, and um, you're you know it has gone, it has improved and refined over the years. So your um, your certified FDNs are are really you know very very well trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know. W- how to go about things they know where the limitations are and everybody should know that yep. that the the most dangerous person out there is someone who does not know their limitations i know my limitations and i've been in practice over 40 years okay yeah. in different facets of healthcare and let me tell you something when i hit something that i get that raises the hackles on the back of my neck i have no problem referring them the most dangerous person out there is somebody who doesn't know what they don't know but uh you make sure that they know what they know, and they know when it's proper to refer. And that's a very important thing. Um, there's, you've talked a little bit about um, how, has, when somebody becomes an FDN, they, um, they consult with other people, they're able to do lab work, they're able to do certain levels of, uh, of treatment. Is there, you know, it sounds to me like they're treating all the basics of how the body begins to work using the the DRESS uh, paradigm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously you can't teach everybody everything. Okay, um, so what's in the future? Yeah, it's a really good question. You know, well, people have inquiring minds, as you know, and at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds like the New York Times. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, I don't have um, like all the answers. What I have is a model that will work with probably eighty percent of the population. You know, uh, uh, but then you come up to those people where you do need to go deeper. Well, there's deeper. There's other. There's People like what you're teaching, and there's other courses and things. So when I say people have inquiring minds, um, people seem to uh, have uh, this this uh, de- you know desire to learn more, desire to help people at deeper levels, a broader s- spectrum of of clients that they can take, and we certainly do that. Almost anything that can be handled with behavior, like diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplements. If the, you know, and if that doesn't get it, if that doesn't make people an awful lot better, um, and and I'm talking about people just who have been di- previously diagnosed with people with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and irritable bowel, and I'm talking about you know these labels that have pretty much cursed them to a lifetime of of just treating uh-huh. symptoms and watching those symptoms get worse and worse, and where the medicine needs to get stronger and stronger until they're cutting parts out. So we've taken FDN will handle that. But when it comes to maybe some of the genetic things, I mean that no one was talking genetics when I started doing this back in 2008, and I uh, personally believe that only about eight percent of what's going on with your problems are genetic. The rest is epigenetics. So we cover the epigenetics. I mean, the epigenetics is the expression of cells, and when you definitely can only um, again the DRESS is the answer for that. But knowing, knowing the, uh, I don't teach the, uh, 
I don't teach the uh, like you do the, the 23andMe and the uh, the methylation and things like that. I, I do consider that to be it's another contributor to metabolic chaos, but it's an inborn one. See those inborn errors of metabolism. I call them vital voids, just like they're weak links in metabolism. We discover those through our process that, hey, there's still something else going on. So if you can handle um, like about 80% of the population and get them to a point where they're you know, way, way, way healthier and obviously much happier, and happiness is creating happiness is really what it's all about, then their needs are met. And your needs are met because you perpetuate your business. You get a lot of referrals. You, you make a few bucks and things like that. But so, so when it comes to this, hey, there's a vital void or weak link in metabolism or something going on there. What, you know, what is the the other level? Well, that is where sometimes you need a physician. You know, you you and that's what your program's about. That's where. Hey, look, you know, th there might be some diagnoses required. You know, they're coming up against um, those kind of, uh, again, weak links or problems. Well, that's why we work so well together. The interesting thing is uh, you say about important errors in metabolism and more genetic expression. Mm -hmm. um, the way you're treating people is the way of the world now. Uh, they've already gone through, let's treat the polymorphisms, let's treat the genes. You can't treat the genes. Yes. You can treat genetic expression. How do you treat genetic expression? You treat it foundationally, which is just a big fancy word for exactly what you're doing mm -hmm. with DRESS. Okay? Mm -hmm. So um, that's why you can get 80% of the people out there better, and the other 20% are the ones that require just a deeper look because there's something that's keeping them from getting better and it may be microbial maybe something that um needs someone that you know is used to dealing with the more complex more um twisted if you will oh, complex sure. the inflammatory you know? inflammatory processes and things that are really complex and um thank goodness there's uh that level you know i <laughs> think so I understand, though, are you going to, um, with, you have the basic FDN course, are you going to be, do you have oh, seminars yeah. or more advanced training that's in the offing at the moment? Yeah, plenty of it. You know, we, we actually have um, some established uh, lessons in um, neurotransmitters and, uh, you know, advanced hormones and environmental pollutant panels and urinary metabolic profiling, um, heavy metals, you know, and, and things like that. Um, we're right now... Uh, creating a, a CBC chem panel uh, course for for the layperson to understand what's going on and and again more work on the epigenetic side. What, what are the lifestyle things I can do to improve here? Um, and and then uh, you know small intestinal bacterial overgrowth um, and lots of other uh, things. We have a menu of mm, a good you know good 16 different. Um, subjects we're introducing new labs and stuff and then, and then I so, so yeah so but it's all going to be with the same uh, holistic uh, mentality and we're we're actually defining I think the line that you don't cross like you say know your limitations know when that person um, needs to get checked and like like I tell my uh, trainees and, and grads all the time Look, you look. This could be spinal and and musculoskeletal. They need to go see a chiropractor. Why are you leaving that out of the, the you know, uh, you know, built up trauma, injury, poor posture, mm -hmm. weaknesses. That's something that um, is contributing to metabolic chaos just as much as their um, yeast infection. You know, so yeah. so you've got to go get that checked out, refer out. And there there are people that we recognize have some energetic problems. I do like acupuncture for certain mm -hmm. things. Um, and so we're, we're fulfilling a, a tremendous need that I think everybody needs. And then with, within uh, your population you're dealing with, you're going to find people that, that have the history of trauma and, and what have you. You're going to find people that have the energetic problems. You're going to find people that have the methylation and genetic uh, weak links that need to be uh, checked out properly and assessed and and then supported in a in a way that works within our lifestyle program you're you're describing to me the creation of a generalist somebody who 
is knowledgeable in many areas and can put it all together. And that's what's needed, necessary, and vital in today's society because we don't have that. And uh, you're training people to do that, which is wonderful, which is one of the reasons I'm so impressed and so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. And one, um, one last area, just sure. because I noticed that people, there, there's mental emotional, let's, let's, let's admit it. <laughs> there's yeah, so much stress it, of other types. Like I'm, I'm a lot into right. the physical stress and the chemical and biochemical stressors. Remember, I came out of the environmental law background. I know what, you know, I've studied the environment and chemicals and, and the damage that the, everyone put on us. But this idea of mental emotional, it's another area that I'd like to um, get my arms around something that would fit really perfectly with us. You might actually have some ideas. I do like EFT, mm -hmm. the Emotional Freedom Technique, um, mm -hmm. the ACEP. I joined uh, the American College of um, Energetic Psychology, and um, you know I've taken some of their classes. But I don't really have my arms around that component as much as I'd like. So I think the future is just great for a lot of uh, network building. <laughs> there's um, there's no one practitioner that can handle everything. It's too complex. And mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned uh, the mental emotional. There's neuro emotional technique. Mm -hmm. There's EMDR. There's and then within the psychology psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And, uh, and there, um, there's indicators of when um, to use certain things, you know, that can interrupt the trauma circuits and so forth and so on. And you rightfully show, rightfully say that the whole mental emotional area will damage the body just as much as microbes and toxins. And uh, Robert Navarro in his uh, paper on the cell danger response um, which is real big these days because he put everything together, showed very clearly that the mental-emotional damage is can damage the cell just as much as those other factors. So if you don't deal with them, and it's the stigma that's attached to mental illness these days is prodigious. Mm -hmm. So people are afraid and people do not want to admit and they won't treat, but it's that can be the major damage. And we're not just talking about you know, PTSD, we're talking about chronic stressors, which can be psychological, physical, but, you know, mainly in the psychology range. Let's face it, we live in an excitotoxic society, uh, okay? There's, you know, we're going we're gonna to get it, <laughs> okay? Um, yeah, the expectations you, we're putting on kids, too, and the way they're growing exactly. today, they're not well the same said. kids that, that we were. I mean, we didn't have a care in the world when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I agree, yeah. and I, was, I think George Carlin was uh, said in one of his routines that kids should be given three hours a day to be kids, yeah. you know, not have everything so horribly structured. Yeah. I think that has a lot, you know, that has a lot to do with the levels of excitation slash anxiety slash OCD slash ADD slash ADHD slash everything that we're fighting these days. And then you're throwing medicines at and you don't even know what the heck you're throwing medicines at. Uh, you still practice, Yes. I have a few clients. I, I don't take on very many now because I'm, I'm teaching. But you know, I've been referring mm -hmm. a lot of people to to graduates. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear this that you still have your um, your feet in the trenches. You know, it is. Okay, it's but... the. It's the. <laughs> it's the. You know, when I started uh, back in two. You know, really, I was 2001, two, three, four, five. You know, really in the nitty gritty of it in the office, learning and laying the foundation things. I made some great relationships with people who still call me. You know, re, they, they just like they don't. They got my number. It's <laughs> good. Hey, good. Something good. came up. Can I ask you a question? You know what? I don't even charge them anything anymore. I just, I just handle them. I tell them what to do. Send them a kit or whatever. You know, and then you know, I'll go over and they'll make me lunch. And mostly it's these older <laughs> women that just seem to trust. You know, and I and I wouldn't break that. And I um, so. You know that's kind of keeps, just keeps remember me, most, most keeps me humble keeps me in the mix mm -hmm. Keep, keeps it green so to yeah. speak and trust is trust in your healthcare practitioner is so primary because we don't trust our healthcare practitioners anymore and they have not given us reasons to trust them yeah and uh, if you don't trust what the doc says or the practitioner says to use a broader term. Uh, and they they don't take the responsibility of communication, so they explain it to you. 
So guess what? Okay, that person's not going to heal because they're going to be filled with doubt, filled with stress, and that's going to cancel out whatever you've done. You know, you've had a you've had a long, glorious career so far. Um, what has been your most rewarding moment in the well-being industry? What what stands out as being something that brings a tear to your eye? You know, th- there's a couple of things. Now, obviously, I have those cases that were um, turning points. You know, I I love to just recall people that um, ended up in tears because they thought that they you reached the end of the, the world there and we what I can did what I consider to be a few simple things and it turned their entire life around or their children's I've had I remember a, a, a principal calling me up and saying you know what what you put Billy on <laughs> it's not what I put him on it's what we took him off of you know <laughs> And things like that, and then, and you know, just, just, I just have, as you do, story after story after story, case after case after case of people whose lives were changed, and they're happier now. And when you make people happy, if it doesn't make you happy too, then there's something wrong with you. So that, and, and then now, now it's just sort of multiplied by the people who graduate, and um, I interview every single course completion. Their their last thing more or less is to um have an interview with me and I and I want to get their feedback. What can I do about the course to improve it? Um, you know, just tell me about yourself and get to know them a little better and what's the future hold and how can I how can I continue to support and help you, which is where our postgrad uh program develops out of. But um when people tell me that they they came to FDN course and we're really searching for something just like it. Actually, a lot of people can't believe that we even offer all of that training to a lay practitioner, and that now they can help themselves, or they have helped themselves. They've had sort of these miraculous turnarounds, or they, you know, their first client was their mother, and my mother had this, and now she's much, but you know, just so it's just kind of a continuation of what we expected. You know, we, we found something that works, and when you teach other people to use it, and and I think I think it's just generalizations like that. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, when you see people uh, practice what you've te- you've taught them, and they come and tell you their stories about how they got this person better, that person better, or how they made this big gestalt and said, you know, I found this, and no one else was able to find it, and I treated that, and yeah. this person who had been ill for many, many, many years started getting better. Uh, we all have people. If you've been in practice long enough and you care, you're going to have stories like that, and it makes all the work worth it. It really does, That's you know. Right. And um, you know, two things: how would somebody go about becoming an FDN or accessing? Is there a database that they can go and say, "Hey, I'd like to at least consult with an FDN." Um, not not really wanting to take the training myself, but I have a problem that I think yes. might be helpful by somebody who's trained like this. How would they go about doing those two things? Well, I, I'd probably just give you my uh, website, which is functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com slash learnfdn. And so uh, that's a page uh, that will take you to, you know, what what's the school all about? But there's a link on there that would take you to, um, you know, a drop-down menu. It says practitioners. You'll, you'll find – you just right. kind of have to snoop around on there. So if you go to functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com slash learnfdn, uh, you'll get a, a warm welcome. And, you know, we, we don't have any hype or try to pressure you into anything. We are really interested in growing. Obviously, we want to expand our reach to the public. So I can only reach so much public myself. I need to deputize as many health coaches and nutritionists and personal trainers and what I call the lay practitioners as possible Mm -hmm. to do this work. And they will learn how to help people. And and we'll also teach you those limitations, the borders, the guidelines and things so that you're doing this in the right way. And with my um, many, many years, uh, I, I assure you that we we know what we can do and what we can't do and it's a beautiful thing yeah. it's a beautiful thing people i and at the bottom of um of uh reed's um bio that he gave me 
he's got a phrase which I really like. It says, "I am not a guru, and neither are you." <laughs> okay, it, that that's that's someone who knows himself and doesn't need to have the guru status. Um, just remember, people, when you follow a guru, you take on their limitations also. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why gurus don't work out very well. And you can tell that Reed is uh, the kind of man that keeps learning and learning and learning. And more than that, keeps sharing, sharing, and sharing. Okay, Thank and that's you. what makes him a great healer and why his people are. Reed, thanks so much for being on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I know you're taking time out of an incredib- incredibly busy schedule. Uh, I will make sure that the um, that when I play this on uh, Monday night, that um, you know, that I publish the uh, websites and so Thank forth, you. and um, you know so they can get in touch with them, and uh, I'll have them contact me if they have particular questions, and um, I'll forward those questions. Um, I'll forward them over to you, or they can get to your website and then ask you questions specifically. Yeah, thanks very much, Jess. I will tell you, I'll, I'll never be too busy for you. How's that? All right. I appreciate it, brother. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Take care of a great night and a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Well, well, there you have it, people, the uh, interview with Reed Davis, uh, an amazing man. Uh, I think you uh, would do well by com, which is the the FDN – main website uh you'll be able to ask um read any questions uh if you have any questions if you're in the chat room okay and you've got some uh something quick to ask please go ahead and uh type it out i'll be happy to try and answer whatever questions i'm very impressed with the fdn course uh as you know uh my assistants are fdns and uh we've just started utilization of functional uh, diagnostic nutrition health coaches as part of our uh, offerings here at the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine, and it's working out very, very well. Uh, People are getting um, more attention and better attention and higher level attention uh, because we all work together. And these people are very, very well trained. And of course, they consult with me on every case, uh, as well as me doing the major uh, uh, investigation and diagnosis and treatment plans. Uh, anybody who is interested, uh, whether you're a professional or non-professional in getting into, um, functional medicine, uh, this is a very good way and it's something that should be considered. Uh, it's also a career choice. Uh, it's something that you can actually create a career, you know, and that's uh, that's a wonderful thing. There's not too many people out there who are willing to take the time and effort to be generalists. Okay, that's what I've been trying to teach doctors to do. And uh, it's um, slow going, but a lot of doctors want to be able to figure out what is wrong these days, why everybody is so ill all the time. And um, sometimes it's just a matter of learning how to take a history, but you do need the basis. You do need the um, the scientific uh, basis to do this type of work, and FDN is one great way of doing it. Okay. Uh, thank you for your attention tonight. Like I said, next week we're going to be uh, talking with Linda Elsagood, who is the head of the LDN Research Trust. Uh, if uh, you remember, I must have interviewed her uh, about a year or so ago. It was one of the biggest um, shows that we ever had. Uh, I think we had about 15,000 listens all total over the year. Uh, low-dose naltrexone uh, is what got Linda out of a wheelchair. She had MS. And um, she started the LDN Research Trust, uh, which you can go to ldnresearchtrust.org and uh, and, uh, and see what she's created. Uh, She takes no money whatsoever, but she's dedicated her life to making sure that um, doctors and and lay people know about LDN and know how to get it and get access to it and so forth. So uh, this will be a very good uh, interview. It'd be nice to catch up with her and find out what uh, is new in the LDN uh, community. So join us again next week. And this nice lady is telling me we've got 60 seconds left. So, <laughs> so guys, have a good week. Thank you for your attention tonight. I'm looking forward to our continuing relationship. And don't forget, if nobody tells you they love you today, Dr. Jess does. Have a good night. Getting from there to here
Cause I 